This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You could subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, ideas for future shows, or to set up a virtual or face-to-face meeting. Folks, spring has sprung and summer is on the way. And even if you live in a relatively winter-free climate, this is a rejuvenating time of year. This is also the time of year when many Americans begin catching up with their favorite baseball team, especially those who live in relatively winter-free climates. Uh, In fact, the 2021 baseball season got me thinking about how America's favorite pastime relates to retirement. We came up with some ideas for today's show in this, and that's in our first two segments, we're going to discuss some critical steps you may want to take in your final year of work before retirement or in baseball terms when you're a veteran. And at the same time, we'll look at some of the best final seasons in baseball history to show you that your last year at the office can also be your best year at the office. And then in our final segment, we're going to flip the script a bit and break down some of the key steps a person in the first year of their career or a rookie may want to take. And during that conversation, we'll chat about some of the best rookie seasons in baseball history. Now, of course, I'm wearing my baseball hat and Tony's got his baseball pants and cleats on. And uh, I... Well, it, it, could, it could you might need to run during this episode, Tony, so I'm glad you're warm. And speaking of that, I said his name, so I might as well. He's a utility player, unlike maybe even Ryan Flaherty, the t- one of the most top-notch utility players in the business, Tony Shore. How you doing? Flaherty. Uh, I'm more like the Flaherty from SCTV days. Uh, <laughs> I forget his first name. John Flaherty? What was his name? He was an actor on SCTV, a comedian. Yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm a utility player, all right. <laughs> uh, I'm not a player in any sport at this point. I played a little football in uh, high school and uh, college there, but uh, yeah, uh, not much of an athlete. I never have been, but uh, baseball, fun. Uh, go Twins. I, you know, I'm a Twins fan, Minnesota Twins, because I grew up in Minnesota. But uh, what's who's your team? Well, that's cute. Red Sox. That's cute, Tony. <laughs> I know. That's cute. You're, a You're a Sox fan, fan right? Uh, no, what I like baseball. I grew up in a very, very Yankees household. Oh wow. Okay, I didn't yes. know that. Uh, well, I, you know, right outside. I mean, we're just you know. Less, we're not very far from Yankee Stadium oh, in our true. part of yeah. Connecticut. And uh, I did have one brother. He's the one that, you know, we don't talk about as much, who is a Red Sox fan. <laughs> but, oh, uh, he's kind no. of the black sheep, huh? Yeah. That's too bad. 
but uh, and, and my and and our family, my wife's from Maine, and me being from Connecticut, and we split the kids. My uh, my daughter was a Yankees fan. My son's a Red Sox fan. But really, we've been to both. We have uh, in the town I live in, right? Well, right near the town I live in, we have a minor league Red Sox team. So I've watched oh. a lot of those guys come up. Oh yeah, you know, it's been fun. so. I'm actually almost more interested in the Red Sox these days because sure. I've seen these guys develop as players. Um, but uh, nonetheless, and you know, my kids both play softball and baseball, so I'm into it, but, uh, but you know, it, more so for the sport than any one team, I, I find getting behind one team's kind of a, the older I get, the weirder that seems to me. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hardcore, you know, I support the Minnesota teams. Of course, my, my team is the Vikings and uh, you can feel sorry for me now for that i feel uh, sorry for both of your picks so far well the twins i was at the 1987 world series i happen to live and work in radio here in minneapolis during the 87 series when we won the world series and that was a lot of fun uh being at the winning game was amazing mm. so I'm sure yeah. yeah that was fun so uh now we're talking about uh, you know Spring is finally here. Summer's right behind it. So I'm going to have to ditch my shoes for sandals, aren't I? Sandals with socks? <laughs> Absolutely not. Do I look German? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, wow, although my wife has been fired across the German's bow. <laughs> well, my wife's family is German and they, they wear sandals with socks, but I try not to. But uh, once in a while, <laughs> hey, I'm a 55-year-old guy. I, I can... Yeah, you, you know, can pull it off now. I'm you a dad. Pull it off I'm a, when you were younger. I'm expected to, but I don't wear <laughs> uh, I don't wear san light colored sandals, t shirt and shorts with black long socks in the sun. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> that's not a good look for anyone. So, uh, how about you? What's going on today? Ta let's get us let's let's get rolling. I also want to say we, we're going to tie a lot of this into baseball. And if you're not a big baseball fan, I think that's OK. I think the heart of the matter is the financial tips and advice you're going to get from this. And maybe you will have a little bit, of, a couple facts you can put in your head and sure. uh, use in the next discussion that you don't care so much about. Right. So you might even have some True. baseball stats in your head. But now there was an ex excellent article from The Balance. It was the steps you need to take before retirement. And we're going to try and tie these in, like I said, to some of these uh, concepts. And the first one I uh, really want to spell out is, is uh, you know, for you, what is the ideal retirement? And I don't mean you, Tony. I mean you, the listener. Now, this may sound like a simple or even overly philosophical step, but in my opinion, it's tremendously important. Now, for example, you know, does retirement for you mean absolutely no work? Or are you going to start a small business? Or maybe you're going to work one or two days a week doing something outside of your previous career. Heck, maybe you'll pick up a shift at the local ballpark. You know, will you hit the open road, travel as much as possible, catch as many games in as many stadiums as possible? Does your ideal retirement mean staying put, spending as much possible time with your grandkids? Now, ultimately, addressing some of retirement's lifestyle questions, that will better prepare you to answer some of retirement's financial questions. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense to me. So, uh, but hit us first with a, a dose of baseball history. Okay, how's this for a great last year at work? In 1960, 41-year-old Ted Williams, 41-year-old, many people consider the greatest hitter to ever live. He hit 316 with 29 home runs. And even better, in the final at-bat of his life, the splendid splinter went yard and hit a homer. Now talk about walking into the sunset. So, you know, once you're in your final season at work, 
you should maybe consider drafting a comprehensive spending plan. Remember, retirement means your days of receiving a standard paycheck are over. So a spending plan takes on heightened importance. And maybe, you know, by doing that, you create that last great walk off into the sunset thing. Crunch the numbers on what you're likely to spend during retirement. Don't forget to pay close attention to things like healthcare costs, travel expenses. Make sure you also take into account our friend inflation, which will likely drive up your food, clothing, and other expenses, at least modestly. And as we know, some news released recently, we're gonna see some price spikes on those things here come uh, probably June. Yeah. Uh, Even some household staples are going to start to climb. So we're going to start seeing those effects uh, pretty close and you're going to see those all throughout your retirement. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And inflation, they call it the silent killer. It can sneak up on you. Uh, But obviously uh, a pair of sandals is going to cost more than, uh, uh, you know, 10 or 20 years from now than it does today. They do today. So uh, that's a good point. What do you have for us next? Let's let's uh, quickly take a look at another of the great final seasons in baseball history. David Ortiz. Oh, yeah. Poppy, yeah. Who like, you know, Ted Williams played for the Red Sox. He certainly went into retirement with a bang. Uh, now, I'll, I will say my whole career, I really, really pulled for. The, I really thought the Yankees would get him somehow. Yeah. And I thought he, what a great addition, but that would have been amazing. I got to watch him hit a couple home runs at Fenway with the kids. And this is great. But at 40, big poppy hit 315 with 38 homers. He had an American league best 127 RBIs. He also led the league with 48 doubles. His so, final what? year at 40 years old. Imagine <laughs> yeah. that. And Ted Williams, he did that hitting at 41. I mean, these guys, it's just, yes, you can have a great last year of your career. Now, the next thing our listeners may want to consider doing in their final year before retirement, check to see if they've socked away enough money. Don't just look at your debit card balance. So review everything you have that may put money in your pocket during your retirement, whether it's 401ks, IRAs, pensions, social securities, annuities, whatever it is. Will that combined income handle what you expect to need for your retirement budget? Well, yeah, there you go. I think that's really important. And analyzing your savings when you're in that final year of work is something that could pay off big later on during retirement. Absolutely right. And there's a recommendation in the article and it's a rule of thumb. You may have heard it over the years. It's not steadfast, but it's a great way to start. And you can start it with use the 4% rule. It theorizes that withdrawing 4% or less out of your portfolio each year will give you a roughly 95% chance of your money making at least 30 years. It's certainly no guarantee. It's something that may help keep you on the right path. And you could be even more aggressive with it to see if it works at four and a half, five percent which there's more People leaning towards those numbers now, at least four and a half anyhow. So if you can make those numbers work at that level, um, again, not st- it's it's not a guarantee, but it's a great way to at least pass the straight face test. Yeah, I like that. Pass the straight face test. That's true. Um, you know, I think it's really important, and this has been a great show so far, but we should take a minute here, Matt, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Sure. During the season, you can find me in row 13. Seat <laughs> beat. No, no. Yankee uh, Stadium. You'll be there. I wish. No, no, I'll be at the Portland Sea Dogs. But um, the uh, you can call us 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Way. Oh, that is easy. Yeah, you sure make is. everything so easy. And, you know, during the show today, you've been highlighting some of these steps we might want to take when we're in our final year of work before retirement. 
And I love how you've piggybacked uh, on the return of baseball and analyzing some of the best final seasons in baseball history. And I, I think that's great. Uh, and since spring is here, summer's hot on its heels, it seems like the perfect time to talk about baseball and more importantly, retirement. So what do you have for us next? Well, let's kick off by looking at another amazing final baseball season. 66, 1966. Hey, that was I a mean, good year right there. That was the yeah, year I was Yeah, we born. know why you think that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating myself. <laughs> well, the remarkable Sandy Koufax, oh. who may have been the most dominant pitcher to ever take the mound. Truly led the, the best. Big, yeah, he led the big leagues with 27 wins, 1.73 ERA. He also led all of baseball that season with 323 innings pitched, 317 strikeouts, Five shutouts. He won his third Cy Young Award. Uh, it's given, yeah, it's given the league's best pitcher. I mean, talk about going out on top. So, you know, how, what, yeah. what, what do we say for this one? Uh, you know, as for your last year of work before your own retirement, uh, maybe choosing where you're going to want to live. You know, if your retirement decision means you'll be leaving the area you're living in right now, spend some time sifting through your new area's cost of living, amenities, housing options. Choose your retirement location while you're still working. Removes one big decision off your to-do list. And remember, you know, maybe maybe Florida's in your future. Maybe you want to be where it's warm, but Maybe you've never really liked having neighbors. If so, don't look in a <laughs> retirement community, right? You don't want to have to move immediately after you get there because everybody's always at your front door seeing if you want to play shuffleboard. That's not going to give you a very happy retirement. There's plenty of still off the beaten path places in Florida where you can live. Or maybe going somewhere south isn't the answer, but really get the idea of what that's going to look like because that's an important piece in that plan you're going to want to put together to make sure you have answered. Yeah, that's a really great point, Matt. I mean, if if folks are relocating, you want to make sure your new community has a good quality of life, but yet fits your personality and lifestyle as well. That's yeah. a great point. So what's next? Uh, when it comes to saving your best for your last year of work, I think Mike Messina had the right idea during his career. The Hall of Famer had plenty of success, but he didn't hit the magic number of 20 wins in his season until his final year on the mound. He was 39 years old. He went 20 and nine that year with a 3.37 ERA. Now, during your final year at the office, when you're also deep into the retirement planning process, you'll want to fully investigate future healthcare costs. We've been hitting on this in every show, probably the last six weeks in a row. Reality is healthcare is going to cost you during retirement. Uh, the article points to a Kaiser Family Foundation study. It notes in 2016, healthcare was 14% of household spending for those on Medicare. On Medicare. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to be a big chunk. Well, yeah. And the cold hard truth here is that as we age, we obviously need more health care. That's just the way it works. So uh, I think that's really important. What are some of the things then we can do to get ready for these health care costs before retirement? I think one potential and very promising solution for a lot of people is managing some for managing some of those future health care expenses. Funnel money into tax advantage health savings account. You often hear them referred to as an HSA. Do that while you're still working. If the employer provides an HSA, reach out to your HR department or your plan administrator to look out if maxing out what you can contribute is an option for your situation. Right. And HSAs, we've talked about those on the show before. Uh, mm -hmm. They have the potential to be an addition to just about anybody's financial strategy, a good addition. Uh, they can really help, especially where it comes to taxes. 
Oh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more on that one. Now, here, let's toss out another great final baseball season. Now, he's primarily known for his involvement in the 1919 Black Sox gambling scandal. <laughs> and as the cornfield ghost in the movie Field of Dreams. Oh, Shoeless Joe. Shoeless, yeah. yes. Legendary baseball player. Yeah. In his final season in 1920, although I think any any team in that era should have an asterisk on their stats. Well, sure. Uh, Shoeless Joe hit a whopping 382. He produced 218 hits, 121 RBIs, 42 doubles, and a league-leading 20 triples. When oh. you're in your final work season before retirement, one way you can do have stats like this is paying off your debt. That may be the next financial play that's an option for you. Remember, unburdening yourself of high-interest debt while you're still working means you may have more money in your pocket for retirement, of course, depending on your specific situation. Yeah. If you build it, they will come, Matt. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, what I mean, a great movie. Yeah, seriously. And uh, that's where when you said the ghost in the field of dreams and 1919, I knew it. I, I didn't even know about the Black Sox gambling scandal, but scandal, but whatever. Uh, you know, there's no doubt, though, that paying off debt, as you mentioned, especially shortly before retirement, requires a lot of discipline, if not sacrifice. Yeah, paying off, and we're going to touch on this again later. Paying off debt does require that, and it's unfortunately why so few people do it properly, right? Or are able to stick to it for long enough. But I can't tell you how important it is to make that commitment. Uh, now, if, you know, for some people, it means paying off a mortgage. And it's true that going into retirement without a mortgage may make your financial life easier, but it might not. You know, if paying off your mortgage means neglecting retirement savings for a period of time or paying off a much lower interest rate loan than you're earning on other on other assets, you may want to find another solution. If you're close to retirement and you're worrying about a mortgage, I'd strongly urge you work with a smart planner, work with a financial services professional, CFP if possible on potential solutions. I'm not going to name names, Matthew Brunner, but I happen to know uh, he's available for that. Anyway, uh, how about more baseball history, Matt? (laughs) Okay, how about this one? Uh, Not a big household name. Larry French. He had a long and very good career. Never heard of him. Right, and again, probably should have an asterisk, but in his final season in 42, he went 15-4, and with a 1.83 ERA. He is proof that you don't need to be a legend to bring your game to a whole new level during your last season. So how about this? You know, think of your career as your, the last year of your career as your seventh inning stretch. It's going to be this brief period of time where you can reassess your finances, plan to afford more than just peanuts and Cracker Jacks once you've retired. Yeah. Like what I did there? Yeah, I like what you did there. (laughs) peanuts and cracker jacks i don't care if we ever come back matt yeah no one does but we will uh come back (laughs) after you let our listeners know one more time give the phone number and web address in case they want to get a hold of you to set up that consultation sure 800-339-9252 and the address on the webs is compass-ltd.com all right and during those first two segments of today's show We looked at some steps you may want to take in your last year of work before you retire. And Matt, to make things more fun, you also gave us some uh, best final years that baseball players have ever had. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, Sandy Koufax, probably the best ever, uh, and a lot of others you mentioned there. But what do you have for us in our final segment today? Okay, so instead of taking a look at financial steps you should be doing during your last 
year of work before retirement. We're going to flip that around. We're going to look at how you can start getting ready for retirement in the very first year of your career. Keeping with our baseball theme today, we're also going to look at some of the best rookie seasons in baseball Ah. history. Now, I know a lot of people listening are probably well into their career, and I know a handful are well done with their careers. So I hope you'll share what you hear today with the young workers in your life. Remember, you can always direct them to the website, uh, give them the phone number we just gave you so they can listen to this episode themselves as well. All right. That sounds great. The show's getting me fired up, Matt. Head out to a baseball game. So what do you have first for us? Well, there was a CNBC article, the seven smartest money moves to make in your first first full-time job. And I think it's got some great info for young workers. Now, the the first tip, this is another one we pound home all the time. You may want to consider is taking full advantage of your company's 401k if it offers one. If your employer offers a percentage of matching contribution, consider contributing enough to meet the requirement. Almost make it mandatory in your head. Uh, Remember, the employer contribution is essentially free money, and you don't want to leave that on the table. Just like you don't want to leave runners on the bases, right? Work with your HR team or the plan administrator. Now, speaking of being a rookie, the best and most important first season in baseball history belongs to the legendary number 42. If you have not seen this movie, if you have not seen the movie 42, watch it. It's one of those games. People look at Chadwick Boseman for his portrayal of Black Panther, that it pales in comparison to what he did as Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson was such an incredible player. Not only did he break baseball's color barrier, he also hit 297, stole 29 bases his rookie year. And my gosh, that story, that movie and the way they, the story, the way it's portrayed, it gives you hope for humanity yet. And what an incredible story. What a fight that guy went through. And it is, I I think, one of the greatest baseball movies of all time. And he was one of the greatest human beings ever to have lived. Absolutely. As a person, you know, I mean, just an amazing story, an amazing person. And, you know, it's so funny. I have to smile, though. I love watching those old clips of Robinson running the bases. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. (laughs) I mean, what an athlete. I mean, I I don't see players running the bases like that. He's just so fast. Uh, That was is so great. What a great career. So what's next? Uh, Next wise move for young workers. Keep close eye on spending. Use an app that tracks all of your spending. You you know, young workers, you're app savvy. Use them. It's a lot harder to, you know, talk your parents and grandparents. I understand you're probably sick of some of them, like helping them out with all of them. But Use the app yourself. Do you know? Do your spending habits allow you to enjoy your life while also pay your bills and prepare for retirement? Getting into the habit of tracking your spending while you're young, it will serve you well. I'm right in the middle, but believe me, I was doing it when I was that age, and it will pay off massively. And if we want to, uh, I'm going to take this chance to look at another good rookie performance here. How about this one? Uh, now, he's not. he wasn't really a rookie but he was a rookie to Major League Baseball after a very successful run in Japan. Ichiro Suzuki, he took the MLB by storm in 2001. He had a 350 batting average, 242 hits, and 56 stolen bases his, his rookie year. That's crazy. And you know what? If you Google Ichiro's career stats, your jaw's going to hit the table. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, probably never seen a better hitter. I agree. And, you know, for rookies in the work world, their next step ah, should nice be. tie-in. Thank you, thank you. And I told you we were going to touch this. Look into paying down debt, whether it's student loan or credit cards. Get that debt paid off while you're young. That way you can pivot to preparing for a family, buying that home, and retirement. 
Yeah, that's key. And the, the debt thing, again, it's so important. And we've talked about that on past shows. Uh, but you have to keep going back to it because you really want to take care of that. And your first year in your career is the perfect time also to build a relationship with somebody like yourself, Matt, a financial services professional. Uh, and when it comes to paying off debt, they'll have plenty of insight to help you. We usually do. I would agree. Uh, you know, we, we mentioned impending, you know, impending big purchases like homes and cars just a minute ago. And, and one way to save for those purchases to have a certain amount of your paycheck automatically ducted deducted and funneled into a savings account. Do it the day you get paid. That way you'll get used to the amount of your check that you have access to with your debit card and the rest of that money will be going into those accounts for those bigger items that you're going to be looking for in the coming years. Pizza buffet purchase. Um, how, how about another baseball stat? Okay, how about uh, another all-time great rookie season stat? Mike Trout may be the best player in baseball right now. He roared to a 2012, uh, 20 year old. He hit 326 with 30 homers and 49 Jeez. stolen bases. Not a bad way to start that a career. That was his rookie year? Rookie year, Tony. Rookie 30 year. homers and 49 stolen bases and batting. Yeah, not a slacker. Wow. Not a slacker. No. At 20 years old. All right. Now, how about another financial tip? Okay. Uh, this one. The next slice of wisdom out of this one, out of this article, is to start an emergency fund. And I couldn't think of anything more important. Like, you know, think about something. I would say an emergency fund would make sense to anyone in Atlanta right now who is counting on Major League Baseball having their all-star game oh. <laughs> there this year. They say now, a hundred over $100 million in revenues lost. Yeah, yeah, to an un you know, to something that no one really understands from either side. And, uh, and now they are pulling that much money out of that city. So an emergency fund, if you, if you need a modern day example of it, imagine if you were setting your business up to make all that money now, and it's not going to be there. And you had made some other things around that, you know, as all of us of a certain age can test, can attest you never know when you're going to need a new set of tires or a last minute airplane ticket to a friend's surprise Vegas wedding. Or maybe it's just, you know, even if it's $50 out of a paycheck, it can make a huge difference when you need it the most. But what, you know, imagine too those bigger tickets, like maybe you just invested in some, in a whole new set of tables to accommodate all these people that were going to be at the all-star game. They're not going to be there. You're going to need that emergency fund probably at this time. So emergency fund, emergency fund, emergency fund. It works no matter what stage of your financial life you're in, but it can make all the difference at that younger age of keeping your credit in the right place, of not getting you behind on achieving those early goals that if you set and hit, you can, you know, get to the stars instead of just the moon. Yeah. There, oh, there you go. That's great advice. Uh, any other advice for young workers? Quick one about this. How about insurance? Research what's available. Buy what you truly need. Cutting corners on insurance could end up costing you a lot more in the long run, but getting more than you need could do the same. You know, financial decisions like the first year at the highest levels of baseball, it can be tough. But take inspiration from Dwight Gooden. We're not going to get into all the stuff in the news, but he became a phenomenon in 1984, a 19-year-old rookie. He went 17-9, and a 2.6 ERA. He struck out 276 oh. hitters. Uh, remember, the top of the first inning of your career is the best time to develop financial habits that will make the eight innings that come after it so much easier. Wow, great advice. Well put. I love the 
slant of today's show and the analogy you came up with, Matt. Uh, it's been a terrific show today, but we're out of time. Is there anything oh, else boy. you have for us before we go? Just, you know, take, if you have any questions about this, if you want to talk baseball, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online, compass-ltd.com. The first consultation is complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation. We're not going to bug the heck out of you afterwards. If you like what you hear, we can help you get those, take those steps, put your financial plan in place and get moving towards having that life you want in retirement by also having that life you want to live now. Awesome. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.